Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Western Washington. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and joining us today um, is Lewis Howard. He is a um, good friend of ours and an author of From Here to There. Hey, Lewis. Good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> what time is it? Evening, afternoon, something like that. Um, we have guest host, Brandilyn. Tafoya. I actually did screw that up. I can't even believe it. <laughs> no, you actually, that was perfect. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Success. <laughs> and then one of my favorite Mezcal reps. I absolutely love her, my Tiffany Brown. Hi there. She's going to be shy today because she has a cold, so she's going to hang out with us and just give me the, the buzz on everything El Zacatecano today, so I'm pretty excited. Um, it looks like we're also going to be having a call-in from a very good friend of mine, makeup artist Ernesto. Um, he is now working with Telemundo, so he's going to be calling in, and we're going to be chatting some uh, tips for the holidays for everybody. Uh, we're going to be chatting about accountability and follow-through, so feel free to join in the conversation by calling us at 323-843-6090. Um, <clears throat> if you happen to catch the show after it's already been recorded, uh, send us messages on Facebook at Socially Savvy, LB Duchess, um, of what you you know heard and what you would have liked to have commented, because we'll bring those up on future shows, so it's always fun to have our listeners' input. Today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and El Zacatecano. Is everybody staying warm? Can you guys believe that the sun actually came out today? Yeah. I was I was kind of kind of shocked. That was kind of a short appearance. It, it came out just long enough for me to go. Oh wait a minute! There's the sun. Yeah, I'm just excited because my husband said he would shave his beard when it hit 50 degrees. Oh yeah. So I took a picture of the temperature on the car. So tonight it's on. And you're like, um, take it off. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Um, and as, as when we're talking about really serious things, I have a tendency to start off with definitions because uh, what I have found is most of our confusion in topics comes up with we think we, we know what the meaning of things are, but when we actually get into the definition of them, we have a tendency to skew things a lot to kind of make them what we want them to be so that we feel better about ourselves or, or our perception is you know a little bit more honed in. So um, the definition of accountability, the quality or state of being accountable, especially an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility, responsibility or to account for one's actions. Definition of follow-through is the act of competing in action or process. Um, it's funny, raising children, and I, you know, Tiffany, you're raising boys, and I, know I got to see your beautiful children on the Facebook page today, and uh, it's interesting that... As parents, we automatically go into this thought process of trying to teach our children accountability. Uh, you can tell where people are succeeding and where they are failing by watching the parents not even ever meeting the children by their actions. So uh, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what you guys' perception. Lewis, you've got a 16-year-old daughter now. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's kind of, I think some of the realities... Well, she's got me. I'm not sure which one is the case. <laughs> It changes by the day. I was say, it, it, and with children, it's one of those, I think, that they're the best reminders of where, where it is that we may be falling down or, or very much succeeding with by how they interact. But um, I read a really interesting article, and I loved it. So I thought I would read it to you guys. It says, what does it mean to be held accountable? Unfortunately, most people view accountability as something that belittles them or happens when performance wanes, problems develop, or results fail to materialize. After all, when things are sailing along smoothly, people rarely ask, who's accountable for this success? Webster's definition, definition, accountability, as subject to having to report, explain, or justify being answerable, responsible. Notice how the definition begins with the words subject to, implying little choice in the matter. This confession-oriented and powerless definition suggests that we have all observed, accountability is viewed as consequences for poor performance. It's a principle you should fear because it can only end up hurting you. Considering the following new definition of accountability, it may change your outlook on things a bit. A personal choice to rise above one's circumstances and demonstrate the ownership necessary for achieving desired results. To see it, own it, solve it, and do it. This definition includes a mindset or attitude of continually asking, what else can I do to rise above my circumstance and achieve the results I desire? It requires a level of ownership that includes making 
and keeping and answering for personal commitments, such as perspective embraces such a perspective embraces both current and future efforts. Armed with this new definition of accountability, you can help yourself and others do everything possible to both overcome different circumstances and achieve desired results. The article is reprinted from the website, the American Management Association at www.amanet.org. It's funny, uh, the reason that this came up today is in preparing for a show, and and Lewis, you and I have done this for several years now, uh, people will commit and then they back out. Mm -hmm. And one of the toughest things doing events you know, like what we're going to be talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we struggle with it a lot. Yeah, Tiffany, I mean, when, when you do events, it's, it's the most frustrating thing to have people constantly backing out. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I don't think that people look at their accountability as something that really makes that big of a difference. It, they, they look at it as an isolated right. type of thing. Well, I think so for me, from my background, having been in military, Oh, God, yeah. And <laughs> working in military service, accountability is absolutely critical. Um, and if you can't be accountable for your, not only your training, your actions, you'll cost somebody not time but life. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really look at the core accountability, it really is if you put in a spot and you gotta, you got to own that. And you, you can't, you, it's not a no-fail option. Yeah. Uh, because people's lives are really depending on any kind of situation. To me, when I think of count, that's what I really think of. Right. You know, socially, okay, fine, you didn't show up, but I, when I'm looking at it, it's when something's on the line. Yeah. And you said you're going to do something. Now you've compromised the whole program. To me, that's that. To me, that's a broader version of it. So. Well, and and I think you know, you, bringing up that extreme situation kind of really does hone in what I'm going to be talking about today. Is if it's a life or death, yeah, we take it very seriously. But then how many notches down from life or death do you still take it seriously? Um, did you have thought? Oh, I just, the thing that a lot of people I don't think realize is just saying no is so much better it's than so saying much, you're going yeah. to do something and then not following through. Oh, uh, yes. It just, it really is more of a letdown when you're expecting something and then the person doesn't come through. I, to- I would totally agree. And one of the things I think we have the hardest time doing is saying no because we, we want to follow through, we want to do things, yeah. but not realizing that by... Uh, saying yes and not following through, we're actually damaging and hurting people more. That's true. Well, the question is, why is accountability important? Well, for starters, you have to remember that other people rely on what you say and, more importantly, make decisions based off of what you say. These decisions not only affect you, they affect them and many times people around them because of the decisions they in turn make due to what you have said or planned. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're listening, don't get mad. We all, including myself, need to think more thoroughly about what we're saying and what we're going to do and how it affects others. Um, It's the unforeseen results that hurt us the most. It's the ripple effect of the stone in the water. So here's a few. When your actions create unaccountability, people lose faith in you. People just can't help but be let down when you fail to come through time after time. Again. in the corner there. You may be a great person with great intentions, but none of that means anything if you can't mean what you say and say what you mean. Two, trusting you come through. So many people fail to take accountability for the fact that people make decisions based on what they're saying. So for instance, it's hard to have a conversation without someone to converse with. If you set up a meeting and you've made lunch reservations and that person doesn't show up, now you have taken some of your corporate's Dollars. I mean, you've got to you've got to pay for whatever it is that's there. I mean, babysitters, um, fuel for people to get to. There's a lot of little things, and and I think we have a tendency to go, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And when confronted, most of us, because we have a tendency to be socially aware and want to be socially considerate, will actually make exception and say, you know, well, that's okay. Um, and I think we kind of maybe have created more of a problem by doing that instead of very, you know, kindly saying. Well, you know, if somebody's going to put you on the spot and be passive-aggressive, you know, maybe you just kind of not slam the tennis ball across the court, but maybe you go, well, you know, if next time maybe you could possibly call me because I did have a babysitter and, and a heads up an hour or two, I could have made my changes and it wouldn't have cost me as much. Absolutely. It's a hard thing to kind of put out there, but... Yeah, and I think, you know, you know, especially like work with teams, so like I'm a big, I, I follow teams and I've 
got to know, you know, different coaches and leaders over time. And that's a, that's another big deal because, you know, come Sunday or come Wednesday, whenever you got to play, and that starts in Little League, you know, yes. that you teach children to be accountable early on. Yep. Then when they're older, they have an easier time with I think one of the problems that you alluded to is I think we've dumbed it down. So Yes, dumbed it I down. Think that's good. even kids started at six, I just don't believe that that's a, well, why should I have to put my toys away? Why should I have to share? Why should I have to, because we've just kind of lost it a little bit. Yeah, no, I think yeah, it's a matter of respect, too. You know, it just yes. comes across as extremely disrespectful when you don't follow through or show up when you say you're going to. And I think a lot of people don't look at it that way. They go, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I've heard that so many times, and I just want to go, it doesn't matter to you. You've made that perfectly clear to me. Exactly, exactly. Um, Another thing that it affects is your ability. People will rarely look past your actions to determine what you're able to do. So if you show unaccountability, they will determine that your talents are just as unreliable. this is one of those things that, again, I don't think we go through the thought process of realizing, um, you know, people can talk about you being a talented piano player, but if they never hear you play, I mean, really, what does that mean? If you can't show up to a concert, if you can't show up to, it'd be like if Jim Washburn couldn't show up to Daniels. He would, nobody would know who he was, but he shows up day after day playing this amazing music. Yes. Or, LB, if you are an interpreter assigned to stand oh next to a world gosh. leader and you actually don't know how to interpret <laughs> and they ask you and you can't be accountable, that's not good. That was the crazy. That was horrific, really. Well, you know, and, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I think that that probably would be the most poignant and, and um, in-your-face example of just having the ability to go, no, that's not me. No, I can't do that. Right. Somebody wasn't accountable for vetting this guy. Wow. Checking his credentials and making sure he could actually sign. I mean, that was ultimate failure. And you're standing next to... The most prominent world leaders in the world. And you're signing something. We, over and over and over again. We don't even know. Well, I, I, took, I knew some sign language. I couldn't figure out. Serge Night Live decided what he was signing. That oh, was, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's about where that went. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, it's, it's, it's a very interesting place. So I, I guess the whole point is to try to look within yourself and start to define what that accountability is going to mean to you in your life. If you are not succeeding where you want to be, if you're not getting the responses that you want, if you're not seeing the progress that you want in your life or in your children's life, in anything, the first thing you need to do is turn around, look in the mirror and go, what could I possibly doing? Is there a piece that I'm missing instead of taking on our, our general population thought process of, oh, it's somebody else's fault? Oh, well, they don't like me because I'm a hick, or they don't like me because I'm blue-collar worker, or they don't like me because I'm rich. Or I've heard every excuse for why people won't like somebody except that, well, gosh, maybe I did something wrong. So. Well, and I studied our uh, economy over the last four years, and obviously, you know, having it playing a local, big part of it locally, and watching the meltdown, and out of, you know, probably 50 people, that were involved in the meltdown of the subprime market, one person stepped up. Said, "You know what? We had a bad business model, and we we messed up. We Everybody it. else, it was somebody's. You know, the bank, the bank blamed the government. The government, brand, you know, nobody took responsibility." Well, and I think it goes back to the the beginning of the article when it talked about how, with accountability, we don't celebrate the accountability of of success. So, True. You don't really hear about it when someone follows through. You hear about it when they mess up. Yeah. So, so what's the incentive to claim accountability if there is no positive to be gained from it by your perception? Yeah, I think you're right. And we talk about parenting. I don't think you hear about good parenting. Oh no. You know that their children are out, out, you know, pillaging and destroying the world. You only hear about when they didn't do it. Oh, my favorite is when you're tough on your kids when they're young and parents get in your face and tell you, you shouldn't be so hard and you shouldn't talk to your children that way. And then when they're thriving adults, oh, you are so lucky. Oh, my God, lucky had nothing to do with it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Good children were not lucky. (laughs) Absolutely not. The Pain Center of Bellevue offers real pain relief and a healthier approach to your life with services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point injections, acupuncture, massage, and rehab, you're sure to find your healthier approach to life. 
You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com. Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point massage and pain management consultation. Call 425-455-2225. Not redeemable for cash. Socially Savvy Fact. I um, have been trying to go through uh, different topics and find one thing that if somebody was listening to the show that they can pull out and walk away with. And I kind of thought this would be a good one for this one. People can only get to know you through your actions, not your intentions. Because when they can see and when they cannot. I can't tell you how many times I've had people go, well, my intentions were good. Honestly, I'm be obnoxious on air. I really don't give a crap if your intentions were good. Jesus didn't care if your intentions were good, if your follow-through did not walk the walk. Um, it, it doesn't matter if you can't perform on it. Now, of course, there's always exceptions, but understanding you can't expect somebody to read your mind and know that you're a great person if you're not doing great things. If you're not, you're not, you're not going to be called helpful if you're not helping people. You're not going to be called a parent if you're not parenting. Uh, again, everything in our world is results-driven, and I think we need to walk away with that and try to take that and run with it. Okay, so I have a question. It's, it's the holiday season, right? And, you know, Christmas, and and it is a time of great stress, pressure. Oh, my God, tell me about it. I just left the mall here. And We're drinking wine. I forgot to do our wine. We'll have to do our wine here. And I saw the great stress. So the challenge here to to the group here is, how would we relate accountability to the, the holidays? Because obviously, you know, you're spending money, you're making investments, your family has certain expectations, or you come to my house, can I get Xbox, you know, three? How do you handle that when it comes to that? Um, I think, I think um, you said it the best um, when you said learn to say no. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, I think we have a tendency to try to overcompensate. You know, we used to call it big man's ego or keeping up with the Joneses. You know, got to get this because, you know, Mr. Jones is getting an Xbox, you know, 360 WSU, whatever, uh, whatever it is now, Xbox One. I don't need, I'm not even up on that stuff. Um, I should be. I have a teenager. But I, I think it goes back to simplifying, taking a breath before you say something and realizing if, if you're trying to say something to impress somebody or put your best foot forward, and even if your intentions are great, you can't overcommit because it ruins all of your intentions. And then also recognizing that by being honest and going, gosh, you know, I would so much love to be able to do something like that. If, if I can find a way to make it happen, I will let you know, but otherwise don't include me. You know, you and I chat. I'm going to ask Santa <laughs> if she says no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, when you and I were talking because you had something come up today and we'd been talking over the last couple of days and you were very real and, you know, I asked you, do I need to write you in? You're, you're like, you know, write, don't write me in because I'm not sure I'm going to make it. It's That's a tough decision. You know, that's a tough conversation because it's not a happy one. It's not a, hey, yeah, not a problem. It's so easy to go, hey, yeah, not a problem. But if you don't follow through that accountability, it it makes it so hard on the people around you, and especially in the holiday spirit, because the first thing it's going to do is if you, during a, a high-stress situation or, or like the holidays high, where everybody's emotions are on high, everybody's looking for a good time, they want to make everything happy, it's just going to make things worse. It, it's going to take them to a place that's less than holiday festive. Yeah, I agree. So I guess you tell Santa that Santa needs to say no once in a while. <laughs> And, I, you know, admittedly, and I have this in my book, and so I'm very transparent, is I was bad at accountability. I mean, I would tell you whatever I thought you wanted to hear. I mean, that's just how I lived, but that's how I, I was raised. Small, I remember small little things, and, that, but you worked really hard um, not to be that way. But, you know, there are things that taught me how important it is to do two things. One, keep your word. If you say you're going to do something, do it. I don't care what it costs you. Yeah. And two, uh, be respectful of other people's time. And it's two things I've learned to really embrace in the last several years, and a lot of that's coming, you know, from my daughter, you know, and what she's taught me just in growing up, and so it really is important, and it was tough to keep the commitment because I didn't write it on my calendar, <laughs> I'd already made other plans, and I was set on those other plans, but then I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I gave her my word, I must have gave her my word, or she wouldn't be asking me about this, 
Right. Yeah. So now there's an integrity issue that has now come up along with accountability. I'm like, okay, well, let's find a way to make that work. And so well, I was here before she was. He, he did. <laughs> he got here before I did. It was crazy. Um, I, the other thing that when you do follow through, especially if you run into a wall and you communicate that, that actually makes you look even better because you've made it work. You've gone out sure. of your way. Yeah. You know, so I guess you, if, if you're a drama queen and you like people to think more of you, then just, you know, that's one way of doing it. <laughs> I know a few people. Like well, that. and social media has affected accountability a lot. Oh, my I mean, gosh. It just... Because, I mean, I know of the thousands of friends that I have, you get invited to, I could literally be a doing something things. every single day and twice a day on Sunday. Oh, so yeah, where do you pick? How do you choose? And, you know, how do you be accountable? And it's easy to click join. Yeah. You know, yes, I'm going. And then you don't show, like you said earlier. Yep. You know, and I've, I've taken a maybe as a no, right? Yeah, you no, hit maybe with yeah. me. Okay, pretty much you're not going. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and that's what I tell people too is that you know the maybe is a, you need to change that 72 hours before an event. Um, the only uh, for people who get inundated, like I'm sure you know, all of us here actually probably get inundated with a lot of events. A lot of them are like networking events, or you know, there's not a personal connection. With those, I have to I have to give a little bit of grace and say. You know, if you're one of those people who's putting out those networking events um, for, you know, come join us for this luncheon, come join us for this cocktail hour, you know, come to this such and such nightclub, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you can't expect people to respond. But for those personal relationships, that, that's the hardest thing is to weed through those social media invites and try to go through and say, yes, maybe, um, if you are the one putting on the event and you have a friend that is either high profile or um, very active in the community, what I would suggest as a socially savvy hint would be to reach out to them and say, hey, did you get that um, invitation that I sent on Facebook or did you get that invite I put out on Excite or, or Evite or whatever? Um, I'd like to be able to include you if you think you're going to be able to make it. Uh, make sure that your approach to that is not uh, passive-aggressive where you feel you're going to back them into a corner to saying yes and then not showing up. But to reach out to somebody like that, it really does help. I've had several people call me and go, did you happen to get it? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I didn't. Thank you so much because I've got 45 invites between now and Tuesday. But as a, an event planner, though, yeah. it does help if people mean it when they say they're going. Oh, yeah. Like oh. With budgets and planning food, yeah. it's, it's impossible to guess if you have 2,000 people saying, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, 80 show up. Biggest You've pet now peeve. just blown your whole budget just on food yeah. by itself. Biggest pet peeve ever is when people say, oh, I RSVP'd yes to show support. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a damn about your support. I love you. I don't care about your support because saying you're going to be there means I'm accounting dollars and, and alcohol and food for you to show up and you don't. You were going yeah. to say something, Lewis? Well, I, I think you just hit it. I think your yes has to mean yes. That's the ultimate accountability. Right. Maybe whatever. But, you, yes, means but yes, yes today means a suggestion. I mean, that's the way people look at it. If I tell you yes, it's just... That's I don't why really we've got to go it. back to definitions. And, and I should be able to get out of it and you should not be offended that I changed my mind. No, think, that's just selfish. I think some of the socialites say yes because they're trying to make help their friends so that other people want to go because they but think that if the help. crowd is going, then I'm going to. I think that's why they do it, though. Yeah, but here's the thing. is If you're that person, here's just a little hint. If you're that person and you keep saying you're going to show up to events, and Lewis and I know a couple of people like this, and you don't ever show up to these events, no, you, you become useless yeah. to yourself. You, you lose the accountability to yourself because um, everybody, if you are a high profile people, you do have little fan clubs and it's like, oh, I'm going to go because so-and-so is going. But then you're just putting yourself out there to look like an idiot. So again, like you said, yes means yes and no means no. No means no. It's always maybe means no. no too. Maybe maybe means plan for most of them to be yeah. no. <laughs> Brendan, what were you going to say? I always think maybe is no. No, just we we get a lot of requests and everything for Joe, my husband, to be playing. Oh, yeah. And, and to be honest, the ones that we get and that person has not shown up for something that we've done, you know, it makes In it really AV. easy to just check that one off the list. Yep. If someone's gone above and beyond to do something that we've invited them to, we are going to make the effort and we're going to yeah. show up to their event. But you know, you, I hate to say you kind of keep score, but we really do because our yes. life is just so busy that if, it, if we're not important to you, then we're not going to 
And and you know what I want to say on that principle, you shouldn't have to apologize for that. We all have the same amount of time in a day. Um, And if people choose to sit in front of the TV instead of socially interact and support their community, you shouldn't have to apologize for not being able to make everything when they're not coming out and supporting you. One of my biggest, most obnoxious pet peeves right now is watching social media and people asking for something that they're not willing to provide. If you're not willing to give your time to an organization don't ask that organization for anything. No. If you're not willing to support that organization, I spent two years supporting organizations before I asked for anything from anybody because that's just polite. That Nobody knew me from anybody. Why would, why would they want me at their event? Why would they want me um, want to be on my show? Why would they want to do anything if I haven't shown that I give a damn about what they're doing? Yeah, I used to teach this to my team, and this is a saying that, that, I, that I've kept for like 15 years is, and it is, poor planning on your part doesn't it constitute an emergency, emergency on, on my part. Oh, my God, yes. And people live like that, right? Here so you, you have to just you. remind people, I'm sorry, you can't manage your time. Yeah. But that may not, you know, you're going to impact me managing mine, so. No, I like that a lot. So speaking of Joe, we're going to jump over here to um, Brendan and chat about Lady 12. Now, this is something that nobody really knows about yet, and I'm super excited that <laughs> we're talking brand about it. It's new. So, so I am so super yeah. excited. I, one of my favorite things is to launch new things. We've been able to do that several times in the last year. Um, so tell us all about it, what's going on. Tell us, no, I purposely avoided just going into the who's who, because um, I kind of wanted you to give us a little bit of background. Um, I'm sure a lot of listeners are going to, it's all going to click in when you get there. So <laughs> Okay, so my husband, Joe Tafoya, is... Um, he has volume 12 and is marketing Legion of Boom, and he's the one that set the Guinness Book of World Record. We loved that Guinness and and went made all of it happen. It was very exciting. I was there on that night. Yes, I was. Thank you for your participation. I was I was yelling from my couch. Oh, yeah, there's so many people that I have that exact response. Oh my god, I was so excited. It was hard for me to stay sat down. It was awesome. Yes. So in the, I guess in the process of Joe building the fan group for Volume 12, which has just been an amazing growth in the last five months. The one thing that we have really noticed is there's just as many passionate women about football as there are men. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, so what we decided was, you know what, we need to have a fan page that is just for the women. I mean, of course, men are invited too, but it'll um, focus on female things. Thank yes, you. exactly. So, so included now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have a fan page where they post all of the the pictures of women's cool nail designs and you know the high wine heels. Oh my gosh, the high the heels! I've been loving. Yes. So so this is a really new fan page on Facebook. It's called the Lady Twelve. I know I'm looking for it now because I've been I was waiting to find out. Okay, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, so we are having our kickoff party on December 28th, and it's going to be at our new store in Redmond Town Center, Volume 12 Game Gear. We just opened a, a store down there in Redmond, and that's my stomping grounds. I oh, love that. Yes, we love Redmond also. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a party for the Lady 12 and going to be from four to eight and we're just going to be honoring all the passionate female seahawks fans um gabriel cosmetics who also has a new store at redmond town center they're going to be coming and doing makeup touch-ups and makeup and skincare consultations and passing out goodie bags while while the supplies last awesome uh redmond ridge winery has just agreed to they're come awesome in. yes we did a show that with them uh, about a month uh, six weeks after they opened Great, great wines. Yes. Fun so people. They have agreed to come and, and let everyone. I, I heard that you have food coming, too. Uh, we are working on the food aspect. We're still. I've got that one. Do you? Okay. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was part I've of the got planning meeting today, but we didn't have any names put down yet. But um, but Red Hook is going to bring beer for us. Because awesome. They're, you know, beer they're your support. Kinda. Yep. Need to have that. And Vita Coco is going to bring coconut water for all of us. We've got uh, pop chips and looks like kind bars on, on deck as well. There you go. So we have the snacks covered. And then so basically it's just going to be wine, makeup, jewelry. I've got um, Kendra Vadney, who is a Stella Dot um, 
stylist. She's going to bring a whole bunch of beautiful jewels. And then Very fun. Melissa Hartley, she is, does beautiful blown glass. It's handmade jewelry. And we actually... I was going to say, Melissa's the one we've been seeing on Facebook was all her, her Seahawks jewelry, right? Yeah, and she's... Bow and Curtsy Designs. Okay, cool. Yeah, and she actually has it up for sale in our store also. Oh, it's I love just that. beautiful. People are loving it. It matches the jerseys and gives kind of a classy jewelry. We like that. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, we're going to wear our jerseys and we're going to wear our jeans, but we want our heels and we want our accessories. We're girls. This yeah. is what we do. Exactly. And so this is my, my whole thing behind the Lady 12s is I'm going to come out with a, a fashion line for the Lady 12s that we can sell. Oh, I With all love the volume this. 12 stuff. So. I think we need to soften football a little bit. Here we go. Right now. Oh, no, no, no. no. We don't what? want to soften football. No, we no, want no, them no. to play tougher out there. We just want us to look good. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing is we can enjoy football and root for the team and look cute at the same time. Oh, I and, totally agree. And that was the uh, the drive behind all of this. So we're super excited. And then we're going to be having a silent auction and raffle benefiting Vision House, which is a charity in Renton that provides tradi- uh, transitional housing, child care, counseling, and support to homeless mothers and their children um, in the Puget Sound area. So I love that. Yeah, it's a really cool, cool group. Joe actually went down and, and did an event for them last summer and came home raving about how awesome it was, telling me, you know, if we have anything oh, we can so donate, cool. any of our kids' stuff, we need to donate it to them because he just, it really touched a place in his heart. So. So if somebody, um, and this is one of the things I love to touch base with, if somebody can't make the event, can they drop stuff off for for donation at the store? Uh, absolutely. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. I um, love that. That is is a definite. So that's going to be happening on the 28th, the 28th of December, December, so Saturday before the game. And we're going to have some nail designs. So if you want to come and, and get your nail design, Seahawks themed nail design and and have that to wear to the game. You know, Super excited. Now, El Zacatecano is going to be there. And um, this Friday, oh yes, and then so you've got actually. Let me chat real quick about the 28th. We are um, we were talking today, Tiffany and I have been talking, and then uh, we just came up with we're going to be presenting some options for a beverage that we're going to be telling you about for the people who come to the event. You're going to get to to judge and help us make a decision. Um, but we're going to be football related, football related, and we're going to be revealing the ingredients of this beverage, um, some of the makings of it along the way. Uh, so if you are a um, big Seahawks fan and you have a favorite ingredient, um, go to Socially Savvy and tell us, you know, what some of your your drink favorite mixed drink. Um, ideas are. Um, not the whole drink, just a favorite ingredient because we've got a bartender working with us and we've got some fun things coming up. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Now we also have um, an event coming up this Friday. Yeah, so this Friday is going to be our grand opening for the stall, for the Volume 12 store. Super exciting. And we have Max Strong coming to do the Celebrity Santa and he's going to be taking it. pictures for his charity and signing autographs and um, Vita Coco has put together they want to have everyone come and wear their Marshawn Lynch jer- jerseys because they want everyone to congregate out by the Christmas tree in Redmond Town Center and take a giant picture of all of the 24 jerseys and oh then my gosh, have it blown awesome. up and present it to Marshawn Lynch as a Christmas present. Oh, how cute. Yeah, so we encourage everyone to come to our store this Friday and wear your Marshawn Lynch jersey this uh, it's Friday Can they buy evening. one from you if they don't have one? Uh, we don't have Seahawks so jerseys. Okay. Yes, not right this minute. The store is at Redmond Town Center. I'm, I'm super know. excited. I didn't. Yeah. I just figured that out. I was like, okay, it's close to home. I love that. And they've got yeah. some <laughs> awesome sponsors, too. They've got Skip Rock Distillery doing some drinks. I'm super Red excited. Hook. I had um, his vodka last night. Or no, Saturday night. Yeah. For the first time. Uh, yummy. Yeah, you should yummy. T- his place out in Snohomish is amazing to go do a tasting. I'm excited. It's We're going fun to, to watch the process and everything. It's really neat. The distilleries are awesome. But they're also having a few specialty items that they're going to be selling only that day for the holidays between 530 and 8. Okay. Oh, so cool. if you want a Christmas gift for your Seahawk fan, male or female, these are pretty badass items. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, it. Yes, the, the posters are very Are cool. they limited limited <laughs> quantities? Uh, at this time. At yes, this time? Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And I just want to mention also we're doing a toy, toy drive at our store from now until Friday evening. So if you bring in an unwrapped toy and um, donate it to it's Santa's sleigh is the charity, we'll, we're going to give 10% off on anything that you buy in our store. 
Oh, I love that. So Can they be used or all new? It's, all, it's all new. So a new unwrapped toy. And uh, Auburn Volkswagen is going to bring a car up on Friday. And the goal is going to be to fill the stuff car. the car. Yes. I love that. Let's so, stuff the car. Yes. <laughs> Gunner Nordstrom Gallery, located in the heart of downtown Bellevue, across from the Hyatt and Joey's, is the perfect place to check out a foray of art to make your house feel like a home. Buy art. It makes you feel better. <laughs> we're, we're giving Gunner a bad time. He's always so gracious to let us do I'm our show. I'm trying to buy some art. I know. We're oh, still negotiating. Well, and you, you want to buy the piece of art that I want to buy, so that's a little bit, uh, that's a little distressing. Um, and by the way, may I thank him for the book launch party oh, that yes. no, I was please. able to do with yes. the book, and I really appreciate it. It was a uh, really fun thing to do, and I thought the perfect venue to kick off the book tour. Oh, so. most definitely. And we're going to yeah. get into your book here. Yeah. Um, I forgot. We've been sitting here. We started the show off with our red wine, like we always do our on-air wine tastings. Um, tonight, we started the show off with House Wine. It's their red um, it is a fun little blend. This is one of those wines that it tastes delicious. It's great for pretty much any kind of party. Um, price point isn't too high. It's 45% Cab, 37% Merlot, 15 Syrah, and 3% Cab Franc. Um, this particular one is a 2010. Uh, if you want to find them, you can go to originalhousewine.com um, and order them online. You can find them in a lot of the grocery stores here locally as well. So a lot of fun. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you guys had the house wine before? I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had it before, but I'm going to in the future. It's a great way to take the stress off of any, you know, I always do a toast before shows, before any of it. It's like, have a glass of something delightful. And with that said, Mr. Lewis, you were talking about your book tour. Now we have uh, you in the house to tell us a little bit about your book. Well, first of all, I just think it's cool to be hanging out with you. And, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. We've been a while that we uh, started out doing this together many years ago. And I know it's to wild. see the success that you've uh, created has been great. So I'm uh, always glad when I can sit down and uh, share Thank the time on Socially Savvy. So uh, the book is called From Here to There. And. Um, it really is, uh, I, I call it a three-part book. Uh, it's a little bit of self-autobiography, a little bit of self-help, and really a lot of uh, journey. I like to say that the book is, it's not a how-to book. It's really, um, I like to cook, right? So as my example is, is you, it's an injector. You just inject some flavor into it. So it doesn't change the ingredients of what you have, just add a little more to it. Oh, so, I like that. So that's really what the book is. And uh, for those, you know, that don't know the story, I had just really a tough childhood growing up. And, uh, you know, starting out by age seven with three mothers and two fathers and trying to find a life and uh, just hard teenage years and a lot of stuff I won't go into. But, but really having mentors cross my path that really changed my life, guys that were millionaires, that I used to read their books. And um, so from here to there, to me, is a pay it forward. I love it. Because I believe that to whom much success is given, much is due. And so once I reach a certain point after achieving, you know, the level of success in real estate, housing, development, I really felt like I owed a debt. I didn't want to just take the money and run, and, and I really wanted to give back. And so in 2008, when things started to go haywire, I thought, I better write this book now because after a while <laughs> I'm not going to feel like writing it. And so I set it down and really just uh, did an illustrative journey over my whole, you know, journey to get to, you know, doing a billion dollars in sales and running one of the large you know, housing developments in the area. But really the people. Yeah. I mean, it's really the people that cross my path, the, the, the famous and the unfamous that cross my path that I mentioned in the book. I mean, some names you'll know, some names you won't know. But they're all impacted my journey as to how I got to, you know, where I am. So, I love it. So where can people find your book? So the book is, uh, and this has actually been the, the success of the book, is that the book is on Amazon. And in the first day, we sold 200 copies. I love it. And, <laughs> um, awesome. So it was originally supposed to be an e-version. And uh, the success with Amazon, they decided to actually take it to their publishing. And so we've done over 500 copies on Amazon and uh, the U.K. is the second biggest buyer of the book. But um, Ooh, nice. it's in 14 countries. Um, that, so it's that going around the world. And uh, just just been exciting, you know, and hats off to Amazon because they've just done a great job with the marketing. And, you know, I'm just doing local stuff like what we're talking about. But they're really, they're really, you know, 
pimping out Taking the book, it as out I there. would like to say. So. I love that. That's great. Well, thank you so much. I'm yes. Glad so. I got to finally hang out with you a little yeah. bit. So. takes forever to get you out. You're so popular. Yeah. <laughs> but accountable. <laughs> I love giving him that time. <laughs> Um, watched, uh, I was on, when I was looking up this topic, again, you know, moving forward and chatting a little bit about the whole accountability thing, uh, I was doing a lot of research, which I love to do on um, the social media. One thing I want to about, say about research on social media and, and the Internet is you have to take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, just because it's written doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> so there has to be a little bit of common sense that goes into it. But Ashton Kusher did a video, um, it's on YouTube, and it's opportunity looks a lot like hard work. It was such a cool way of pointing out um, that this is where follow through pays off. Uh, when you put the effort out, people will see you, but more importantly, you will believe you are worthy of what you want because you have put the work out. It's not entitled but earned. And watching him talk about uh, what the, how opportunity looks. He talked about he had all these different jobs. He was a busser. He um, swept floors. He did all these different things. And the one statement that stood out to me like a rock was, and at no time did I ever look at my job as, oh, I have to clean toilets or oh, I've got to serve people. It was, I have a job. And I think that's one of the things that we have a tendency to forget. We seem to think that we're better than our jobs. We seem to think that we're better. Well, if you're going to look at it quite literally, if you were better, you would be in a better place. So stop blowing up your ego. Uh, own what you're doing. Take pride in it, and people will see that. And that pride in the very simplest of things, whether it be being a janitor, um, I work you know, for a day job in a, in a high-end retail store, and there's uh, two of the ladies who walk around, and they pull all the garbage for us. <coughs> One of them has this amazing, fantastic outlook on life. She's just always positive, always uplifting. And I look at her and I go, that's somebody who's proud of themselves. And, and they're doing whatever job it takes to get by. And I, just, I, I think we, we forget that. I think we need to remember that. And I think companies need that. And I'll tell you, one of the, <coughs> when you mentioned that word, it reminded me of a very poignant story. You know, I used to be executive vice president of a luxury home builder company, and we built you know, homes for the who's who. I mean, just, you know, the, it was a home that people want to own, a bucking home. That's, that was it. And I remember uh, a customer calling me up because she wasn't famous. She wasn't celebrity. She wasn't the newest athlete in town. And she said to me, she says, you just, I'm just another number. Oh. And you don't care. So That's I, like, literally looked up her address. And personally got my, three of my top team, we went over to her home. I love that. Did a personal walk through for her house and fixed things she didn't even ask us to fix. Because you found them. That is and awesome. And she says, I've never seen such follow through in all of my years of buying homes. Uh, but that's why everyone wants to own that that's home. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because that was, and it was like, you know what, she's calling me out here, so... Mm -hmm. The follow through, and it's easy to lose it, especially when you become successful. It's really easy to just go, well, I don't need to, because. It's the follow through know. that is so impressive. Um, one of my favorite people right now is Richard German. And it's not because he's this ridiculously phenomenal football player, which he is. Um, it is because at an event that we did with him for his softball um, uh, uh, family Foundation fundraiser, I watched him climb over tables and climb through things to go and personally handshake the volunteers and make eye contact with them and say, hey, I want to thank you for volunteering your time. I want to thank you for coming and supporting my cause. That was the most impressive thing I think I had seen in over a decade. And, and it's that follow-through because he doesn't have to do that. I mean, the stuff that you and your husband do, you guys don't have to do that stuff. But it's a part of who you are. Yeah, and in a way, you know, I feel like we do kind of have to as a, you know, thank you. You just want to yeah. give back and give thanks for everything we've been blessed with. Because it's not right to just take and take and take and take. You have to give back yes. in any way that you possibly can. Yeah. And the people that realize that are the people that are the luckiest. Right. And as my fit, you know, friend Ted Turner taught me years ago, he says, you can look in somebody's eyes, you can tell if they're bullshitting you if they're real. Oh, <laughs> totally. Right? Oh, my gosh, totally. 
It's funny. And I never forgot that. That's yeah. It's funny that you say it's, I'm looking at the socially unacceptable because I made three points of socially unacceptable, and the second one is to expect people to want to follow through with your dreams and plans if you cannot support theirs. Life is about sharing, not just taking. Yeah. You know, and and we covered that I think a couple of different ways. Um, one of the other ones was not call yourself. Uh, not call the person yourself if there's changes in your schedule. Um, waiting till they call you last minute mm-hmm. to say something, uh, you know that just puts salt in the wound. Yeah. I mean, if you know, I mean, I know with like Lewis and I, we we had some other things going on, and it was just a that was a a, a different type of scenario. But I've had people where they knew the time and they knew they were changing their schedule, and they still didn't call me. And I'm just like, really, you know, it just, it's just like, yeah, putting that salt in the wound just makes you want to just grrr, yeah. growl at them. Yeah. Well, and when you fall through, you can change somebody's life. I just, you know, I just yeah. had this come up Thursday where I think I told you guys off air about me singing at this event. Well, oh yeah, I honestly <laughs> didn't want to do it. Let me just be clear. <laughs> no, you said that okay. last and week. And I thought several times about not showing up and not following through. And, <laughs> I got a cold. <laughs> and so that was the first thing that I got asked was, hey, were you thinking about changing your mind? I said, let me be clear. Yes, I was. But let me tell you what happened at the end of it. It turns out that one of our friends... Um, had breast cancer. No one knew. I didn't know. Oh, wow. And so we picked one song because it was the only song we had left that we hadn't done. It was, and you've heard me do this, the song Lean On Me by Bill Withers. Yeah. So it was really a default song, but that became the most important song of the evening because it helped her be inspired to what she had to do on Monday. Oh, uh, today. Oh, I and yeah. so, you know, I was thinking, You don't what, know what you're affecting the people. What if I had followed through? Yeah. You know, maybe, yeah, it would have happened, but to add that moment to that. So you're right. You just don't know when you keep your word what you do to impact things going forward. Yeah. Well, and I think in realizing that our purpose here is to share. I mean, we're supposed to share of ourselves, you know, share our experiences, share our time, you know, share our emotions. Those are the things that keep people moving forward and make everything so beautiful. If somebody didn't love Christmas lights or love lights the way they did, we wouldn't all be sharing Christmas lights up the yin-yang right now. But that started because somebody got inspired by something and chose to share that. Um, I love that. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, One of the last socially unacceptable things, it's unacceptable to guilt people because you are not following through. I'm going to leave this part of the conversation because I'm good at that. I can't even tell you how much this annoys the crap out of me when somebody is backing out and they come up with a, with a well, you weren't really going to anyway. Oh, you did not. Well, LB is the psychological deflect but don't absorb. I'll, I'll show you deflection. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you have to bail, if you are going to step away, just don't guilt people. Don't don't try to to fluff it off on somebody else. Just own it. However you're going to do it, and move on. Drives me nuts. Okay. Well, I think we pretty much. Um, oh, we are. I think she's got to get going. <laughs> I have to do snowflake. I have to follow through. I told my daughter That's true. we were going to see doing the snowflake. The yes, because we're coming up on it. The, the snow princesses. So we have to go do that. Well, it was a pleasure having you on. I'm really looking Thank forward you. to. Um, the Lady 12. Thank you. Yeah, and I want to invite everyone to check out the Facebook page. The Lady, It's called Lady 12, and then Official Volume 12 also. Either Facebook page, you're going to be able to get information about our upcoming events. And awesome. We'll that. post that on the Socially Savvy and all on our awesome. networks, too, now that, now that I know what I'm looking for. Yes. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of today's show, hon. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Kind Bars, a healthy snack. Um, a brand of all natural foods made from ingredients you can see and pronounce. Find them at your grocery store or at www.kindsnacks.com. We're very fortunate in the sponsors that we have. Um, we're going to be feeding into our third year. Come February, we'll be celebrating Woo-hoo. three years on the air. Um, so I want to thank everybody who you has need to clap. Been. You know, we need all this stuff. You need to clap. You need to have the built-in clapper. I so know. Can, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, we're going to be doing um, uh, some rebranding come the turn of the year. Socially Savvy is going to be morphing into uh, something a little bit different. Uh, so if you're listening, watch for that. We're going to try to do what we can so that we don't lose any anybody. But uh, this last year has taught us a lot. We've seen a lot. Um, we've listened to our listeners and what their opinions and, and what they had to say. Uh, and we want to see everything keep growing. So we're really excited to do some rebranding in, in January and uh, show some new faces, new sides to what we're doing. Well, you're creating relevant conversation. I've been from day one. And uh, for the listeners out there, you really are getting an opportunity to get into a social relevant conversation that we all have to deal with every day. I know. And I think sometimes we're afraid to. And we so don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So and you know me. you're talking about I'm it, blunt. there you go. So. <laughs> Our show is now national, so we've started putting all of our local events on our Facebook pages. So be sure to check them out um, for social events during the week at LB Duchess and Socially Savvy. Our show sponsors tonight were Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Daniel's Broiler, The Pain Center of Bellevue, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, Mode Magazine, Zico Waters, El Zacatecano, Lady Twelves, and of course, Mr. Lewis Howard from here to there. Um, Ending the show tonight, we are going to be enjoying a glass of the El Zacatecano. You guys have, a, actually, somebody was asking me the other day before we get off air here, there are three El Zacs. Can you give us a quick, brief description of the three different Zacs so that people, when they go in, they kind of know what they're looking for? Okay, there's three expressions. There's a Blanco, a Reposado, and an Anejo. The okay, I Blanco like is like straight out of the still. It's clear. has kind of a peppery finish really good as a mixer i love that one ladies prefer it typically um second one reposados age six months that one is um for the tequila lover usually yeah and then, i like that one a lot and, then <laughs> the and, and i didn't realize how many tequila lovers at the book launch apparently you had like I know, half right? up over in the line. corner yes. that was awesome <laughs> people were loving it that was great and then the anejo is age 16 months or longer uh-huh. and that's typically going to be a favorite for someone who typically drinks wa- uh, whiskey or scotch okay it's a little smoother but they're all delicious it's just you know, for what, what you're what, what you're, you're into. Yeah, yeah what you're into. Um, if you happen to love tequilas, you're going to realize that this is definitely a mezcal is definitely a step above a tequila in most aspects. In that, um, it's the number one mezcal in Mexico. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think most people think of mezcal, they think of a spring break and the worm and getting right. sick. <laughs> and it's kind of a, it's a new experience to see it's such a, a fine quality. Very it refined. really is because when you go to Mexico, and I got this firsthand, they will not serve it to you in a shot glass. You have to have it in a snifter. And they treat it like wine there. And, so uh, and that it has was, the yeah. same kind of elements as a wine. Like depends yeah. on the region, the climate. It can be yeah. have oh, its yeah. own vintage. I mean, it's amazing. It's very fun. Well, we're very glad that you've been able to be a sponsor. It's delish. Thank Ending you our night tonight with us. that. Um, we want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors. Check us out on iTunes as well. Make all the social events that you attend better because you were there, and everyone have a socially savvy week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.